Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AG Chase Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I enjoyed that conversation with Beverly Martin, a supervisor of District 1 for the Harris County Board of Supervisors. Good to catch up with her and see what's on her mind these days. They they have plenty to say grace over. That is for sure. It's great to catch up with her and uh, kind of move the ball forward. Uh, so I want to share with you, I actually, just before I started the show this morning, I got a, a press release from the Department of Homeland Security Center for Countering Human Trafficking. It's a report, actually, that highlights that the number of arrests and seizures have gone up. Um, it's pretty significant, actually. Uh, about 2,360 arrests involving human trafficking. This is uh, this is would include child um, trafficking, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, and just 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 in general, tra- human trafficking. And uh, they also uh, seized about 486 million dollars. Um, and then they, they detailed a lot of the things that they're involved in to to really focus on making sure that we're doing everything in our power, working between the federal government and the state level to uh, to do whatever we can do to reduce the number of people who are who are in that situation. I want to remind you, actually, that when we talk about about sex trafficking or labor uh, trafficking, human trafficking that involves labor, we're not just talking about bringing people from other lands into into America. Um, this could actually be your neighbor. <laughs> One of the biggest ways that people are forced into sex trafficking is from a family member. And uh, it's really it's really sad when I'm talking to representatives of the Palmer House who does incredible work for foster kids in this state or whether I'm talking to the attorney general, the commissioner of public safety, um, local local leaders that are engaged in this conversation. Um, there's a lot of energy these days to get coordinated and to bring you know to educate people and to make them aware of uh, how difficult uh, a problem this is. And uh, and it's one that we just kind of got to stop, stop out of our society. Um, it's something I talk about a lot on Coastview because the, the notion of anyone being forced into um, uh, you know human trafficking, especially children, <clears throat> it makes me sick in my stomach. And I just try to focus on it every chance I get. But anyway, I got this report and it shows that <laughs> Excuse me. That through the the work of the federal government, working with state and local officials, that there has been some progress made. There's a lot more progress to make going forward because this is something that we have to deal with every single day as a set of communities, and something hopefully they'll continue to stay focused on. So I'm thrilled to see the increase in the numbers, and uh, applaud all of the efforts to to focus on that terrible that terrible challenge in our culture. Um, now let's shift gears. I want to invite in uh, Jace Payne, who's been on Coast View before. He's currently the communications and marketing manager for the city of, of Gulfport. And uh, before we go any further, let me just welcome you to Coast View. How you doing, Jace? I'm doing good, Ricky. Thank you for having me today. It's great to have you back, for sure. So uh, the last time we talked, we talked a lot about your life and the influences along the way. We especially talked about your involvement in Coach Young Professionals. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get into all of that. But I'm just curious, how, how's the new gig going that you settled in as the communications and marketing manager there in the city of Gulfport? Uh, do you feel like you've found your good fit there? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, we have a great team. 
you know, I was a part of the city for three years uh, from 2016 to 2019 uh, before going into uh, the private sector for a little bit, but uh, proud to be back. Uh, love this community, love representing this community every single day. Yeah, I had Leonard Papagnon recently, and uh, you can just tell he feels good about the team that he that he has now. You, I'm, I know you you probably watched that conversation, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's been on the he's been on the show so many different times. I always I always described him when he was a police chief as a leader with a heart. He was mm-hmm. always focused on not just doing the work of the police department. I mean, obviously, actually, you know, it was, he was doing a lot of community outreach stuff before that was being talked about these days as something that the police department's got to do to right. improve relations. But he's always been focused in that way, and his work in the homeless community and all that. I mean, just a doggedly determined leader. He went off to do, work in the private sector himself for a while, but found his way back to the city as a chief uh, operating officer for the city. It's uh, our administrative officer. So mm-hmm. he's uh, he's got a great relationship with this with the uh, with the mayor, and uh, and he's got a good team. And you guys, there's really I say this all the time, but there's no rest for the weary in your world. There's plenty of stuff to do, isn't there? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know that was. Uh, that was one of the major reasons that I came back to the city. Um, you know, when I left and, and uh, explored other options, you know, here in the market, um, I, I wasn't sure when I'd be back, but uh, Leonard approached me and, and the mayor approached me and, um, you know, spoke with them a few times and, and really just uh, enjoyed and, and got excited about their vision uh, for the future at Gulfport. So I was uh, thankful for the opportunity to come back. Well, they're focused, you know, of course, I have them both on the job, on, on the show all the time, but they're deeply focused on uh, keeping the community safe. I mean, that goes as a sort of a natural, but maybe not so for the average chief administrative officer, but because of his background, he has a deep understanding of what that means and what it's going to take to do that. They're really focused on economic development. I mean, they know that the key to success of the city is increasing the opportunities for uh, gaining more tax collections in the future. But they don't just talk about it, do they? They're really focused on uh, hitting the ground running, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've we've changed uh, we've changed a few things up, and we have uh, different focuses throughout the city. And right now, one of the most exciting things that we're doing is we have brought together all of our nonprofit partners, and we're forming this collaborative effort uh, to really help people not only in Gulfport but all over the coast. You know, the the line, as Leonard would like to say, uh, you know, kind of looks like a a crossword puzzle sometimes, and, and how we can get people help. Um, but what we're doing now is, is bringing everyone together in one room and creating strategies to really streamline that and make sure that, you know, citizens all over the city of Gulfport and in Harrison County have an opportunity to find help very quickly. So that's been something that uh, we're, we're moving into a meeting actually tomorrow. Uh, and so between that, um, you know, we have new business development initiatives that we're doing. Um, you know, we have a lot of the great things going on as well. So uh, all of that you know, meshed in uh, together, we have plenty going on for sure. Well, I think uh, I think the key to success, uh, we we talk about this a lot on this show and on my, my show, uh, Super Talk Outdoors, but the more people you can get involved in an effort, not only do you create alignment, I mean, you got to have alignment around the goals. You got to know where you're going and you have to have alignment about where, you know, how to best get there. But you you create a team of you t- create a teamwork approach and you and and in Leonard's case and I just I know how he does these things he's deeply interested in how other people 
think about these things? What are some possible solutions? How, he doesn't have all the answers. He knows he doesn't have all the answers. But the more people involved in the problem solving, the better the solution is going to be. The opportunity to streamline things, to process, you know, kind of map it out and come up with new, re-engineer some new processes to make it better for taxpayers. I'm sure there's a lot of meetings going on, aren't there? There are, you know, but we make sure that uh, every meeting, you know, has has meaning. Um, you know, a lot of people in today's world, especially uh, through digital, Zoom, uh, Skype, everything, um, you know, people are getting fatigued with meetings, but the way that we're, uh, you know, kind of dissecting them and, and spreading them out is making sure that we're getting everything accomplished that we need to do. And so it really is, is starting to, uh, you know, affect the culture uh, of our employees and, and really striving to get, you know, not only new things done, but make sure that you know we're batting clean up on everything we can do as, as the city of Gupport. For people who may have missed our last conversation, I want to remind people about your family's legacy. The Payne family has an incredible legacy of, of public service. Kind of connect some dots for us. Uh, so uh, my dad was chief of police in Gupport uh, from 1989 to 2000. Uh, he was then uh, sheriff of Harrison County for eight years. Um, so my entire life, I have been integrated in this community. Um, you know, one thing that that kind of drives me back here is, is seeing the great things you can do, uh, not only representing the people that you live, work and play with, but, um, you know, doing having that better good, you know, making sure that the community uh, is thriving and making sure that you're helping people, you know, public service. Um, you know, it's not for everybody per se, but at the same time, if you enjoy helping people, it's a it's a great uh, environment to be in. And so, um, you know, I grew up under the police department and uh, and, and all the community events. And, you know, uh, my dad and I used to walk and my brother as well, used to walk downtown Gulfport almost every night. That was kind of his his decompress uh, late at night. And so, um, you know, we're thriving, you know, compared to what I was walking around in uh, in the early 2000s and, and late 90s. So, um, you know, it's it's just incredible. You know, all three of us, uh, his kids have at one point or the other worked for the city of Gulfport. Um, you know, of course, we have a long uh, family history in public service. Uh, you know, my, my uh, I call him Uncle Wayne, but he's actually my cousin. But, you know, he just announced his retirement uh, yesterday from the city of D'Iberville, uh, the first police chief over there, 47 years of public service uh, to Harrison County, just uh, an incredible feat. So, um, you know, all across the board, our family has been in public service and it's an honor of mine to, to keep that going. Yeah, 47 years in public service, Wayne Payne. I'll have to actually have him on. I, I remember him well from my days as a paramedic. It goes back right. a long, long way. Yeah. Uh, I got to know all of them, actually. And then, uh, and then as publisher of the Sun-Herald, obviously watched their careers blossom. And, you know, same thing for Leonard Papania. I remember, remember his, his ascension and the, the different jobs he had along the way. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jace Payne. And, uh, and, and learn a little bit more about what's his job all about these days at the city of Gulfport. We'll see you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Cosio. I have Jace Payne, who's a communications and marketing manager for the city of Gulfport. And uh, when we went to a break, we we're talking about the great legacy of the Payne family. And uh, what a what a terrific uh, legacy! I see a picture of your dad on Facebook from time to time on a, on a tractor. So he, yeah. he he's enjoying retirement, huh? Oh yes, yeah. He's he's saddled up for sure. He's uh, you know, there's always something to do out there, and so we're we're blessed to have the uh, the family farm. My my grandfather bought it in uh, 1950, so it's uh, it's been in our family for a very long time. That's that's so cool. I I love spending time, and we lease three farms up in the Mississippi Delta, and that takes a lot of our time, even when we're not in hunting season. But I just love doing it. I love being out there working the ground and building roads and doing all the things you have to yeah. do when you got a lot of lot of land to say grace over. That's um, right. hey, hey, let's shift gears. Tell me more about what you do in your current role. Okay. So uh, when I came back, um, we wanted to start uh, a division of communications and marketing. You know, that was one thing that Leonard and I talked about in the mayor as well, is that we're the second largest city in the state of Mississippi. Uh, you know, for, for one person to uh, to serve in, in a multiple roles for what we want to do uh, and the goals that we want to achieve, we wanted to make sure that we could have help. And so we created the Office of Communications and Marketing. Uh, you know, my role, we had a, a the public information officer role previously, uh, those duties, fall under me, but we do uh, have a couple of people in our office now. Uh, we just hired Dr. Alicia Haynes, who is our community relations supervisor. And then I'm bringing on a digital content specialist to assist with social media, graphics, uh, our website, and, and other areas that, that we want to serve our citizens. So, uh, you know, from internal and external communications to really, uh, you know, reshaping the culture in our brand. Uh, you know, the Gulfport brand is so strong and I, I've known it so well throughout my whole life and, and making sure that we're continuing to, to bring, you know, top quality service, not only to uh, to our citizens, but to our employees as well. I've said this many times on my show and I've mentioned it in my conversation with Billy Hughes, but after Hurricane Katrina, when there was so much damage, um, Andreas Duane, who's the famed architect and, uh, architect and planner, who's the father of new urbanism, you know, walk, building walkable communities and all that, mm -hmm. who led the uh, charrettes, uh, imagining what these cities could do. When he came down 25th Avenue and got to the intersection of Highway 90, looked out over this damaged port, he just said, this is the crown jewel for coastal Mississippi. You think about coming in, coming in to a downtown area. What happened there, the largest facade uh, program, I think in the history of the United States, simultaneous facade program that really, really made, gave it such a great feel. And then of course, then, uh, you know, that was under, under Brent War, but then George Slogel and all the work he did from, from an aesthetic point of view, the trees along the boulevard and all of this, um, I mean, it seems that everybody sort of gets that that the entry point oftentimes for, for coastal Mississippi is right down that stretch of, uh, of Gulfport. And you think about the, 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 the aquarium, the ancillary uh, construction that's happening related to that. Um, Gulfport's got a bright future, doesn't it? Yes, we do. We do. Uh, you know, we have work to do, as, as does everyone. But at the same time, we have great things going on. You know, Governor Bryant used to say all the time, uh, Jones Park and Gulfport is the front door to the state of Mississippi. And yeah. you know that, that's so true. We have such a, a beautiful area in Jones Park and the marina, uh, but we have great, great communities all throughout the city and all have personalities, all have great things moving. So, uh, you know, between what we've been doing, you know, we just wrapped up a, a record breaking year for Harbor Lights. 
Uh, we have different initiatives going on throughout the city. Uh, we have a lot going on this month. You know, we've got the Crew of Gemini Parade coming up. And after that, we're starting a uh, Roots Rhythm and Arts Festival that's going to be going on the Saturday uh, after the parade. So we're going to have live music, art vendors, uh, all types of, of community events. And so, um, you know, after that, we have uh, cinema uh, by the shore. You know, we set up a, a big movie screen in Jones Park. We're going to have food trucks. So all throughout the city, you know, we're, we're really exploring different ventures. This weekend at the Sportsplex, we have uh, Major League Baseball players training our youth. We have Jonathan Holder, Fred Lewis, Matt Lawton. Uh, they're going to be out there for a free fundamentals camp. So, you know, a lot of great things and a lot of people that just buy in. You know, uh, one of the great things about not only Mayor Hughes and, and, and CAO Pena, um, we're all from Gulfport. You know, uh, it, it's the people that that want to come back and, and make sure that they're drivers for their community. And that type of buy-in is rare. Uh, and it's not just, you know, in these offices, it's it's all across the board. You know, we have so many people that work for the city of Gulfport that uh, that lived here, that, that went to school here at the Gulfport School District or, or at St. John, you know, on and on. And uh, we wanna make sure to come home and, and use our professional experience for the better good. Yeah, I was raised in, in Bellevue, so mm -hmm. yeah, my mother still lives in Bellevue, and have a sister that lives in Bellevue. Um, you know, Gulfport's near and dear to me. I, uh, in my little block, Farrell Allman and Roy Anderson the Third, and yep. a, a large number, you know, Riley Morris, and a large number of of, uh, of people who've made a mark in our community have uh, you know we raised in that same neighborhood together. Hey, listen, we don't have time to get into the uh, Coach Young Professionals, but you're the chair-elect, and I look forward to uh, coming back to you as you take the reins in, in the future, and we can talk about that incredible organization, how important it is to future leadership here in Coastal Mississippi. Uh, and until then, thank you for joining me, buddy. I appreciate it, Ricky. Thank you so much. It's been, a, it's been my pleasure. This has been Jace Payne, the Communication and Marketing Manager for the City of Gulfport. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.